Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast, where you can get the latest results, fantasy picks, and news every week in the NASCAR racing world. We just got one more spot left to fill, so let's give it to our host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. It is now time for one of my favorite races of the year at Martinsville Speedway, the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 400. This race is always exciting because, one, it's going to be the first night race of the season, and two, it's Martinsville. You cannot tell me that Martinsville is not on the top five list for most people uh, as far as a racetrack goes. Martinsville is one of the most exciting ones and has brought us some of the most memorable moments in recent NASCAR. I mean, we can go back to 2015 with Joey Logano versus Matt Kenseth or just a little bit later with Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott or Denny Hamlin and Joey Logano. Denny Hanlon and Alex Bowman. Most of the time it involves Denny Hanlon, but either way, we have seen some of the craziest moments happen here at Martinsville. And with the next-gen car coming in and providing some really good races, I mean, out of the first seven, I'd say five of them were really good. One of them was all right, and then another one was a snoozer. Most of the time, they've been doing really good. But here at Martinsville, I feel like the next-gen car will bounce back after kind of a snoozer at Richmond Raceway, and I can't wait for it. But before we dive into the race, on Saturday night, we got to look at our top fantasy picks. As far as practice and what qualifying has shown for us, a lot of things are still up in the air on which drivers could be good picks for, say, your fourth or fifth picks. I'd say for the most part, the first and second for your fantasy teams is going to be pretty straightforward, but who knows? We shall find out, but either way, let's dive into it. This is this weekend's top fantasy picks here for Martinsville Speedway. Alrighty guys, so we already know how NASCAR Fantasy works here. You have six drivers that you need to put on your fantasy team. Five of them will count towards your final score by the end of the race, and you can only use one driver 10 times in the first 26 races. So you got to be smart on which drivers you include each and every weekend, and that's what we're trying to figure out. We got 13 drivers to choose from here, five of them as top picks, drivers who are going to be running for the victory, five other drivers who are going to be pretty good, maybe not going to be winning caliber cars, but going to be good, solid top 10 cars who can score a few stage points here and there, and then three guys you may want to take a chance on who could surprise a lot of people here this weekend. I think the person who's going to fit in the first slot and this is due mostly to his qualifying and practicing efforts here this weekend, is going to be the number nine of Chase Elliott. When we think of Chase Elliott, we think of him as, oh, this is the driver you want to use at road courses. Other than that, it's kind of a crapshoot for him. Yes, that is kind of the case for him, and it's a little bit similar to that when it comes to Martinsville, but man, there's been so many races where he has been absolutely dominant here at Martinsville. I mean, last year in the 2021 season, he led 289 laps with an average running position of third. Unfortunately, he finished 16th in this race. But then before that, a second place finish, a victory, a top five, a top two in 2019, and then two top tens in the 2018 season. Just phenomenal results. And when he's sitting first in qualifying and first in practice, Man, it's going to be hard really to go against Chase Elliott here this weekend. He is definitely a good number one pick for fantasy teams. 
Next driver we have as a top pick is going to be the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr. Martin Trex Jr. has just been known as the short track master recently, which is so crazy to think because just a few years ago, he had zero victories to his name at short tracks. And now all of a sudden, in the last couple of years, he has accumulated all these victories. It's been absolutely spectacular for that number 19 team. And here in Martinsville, with his average running position in the last three years, he has been running on average in the top five. Solid performances and a spectacular performance in 2019 where he led 464 laps. 464 laps. That that hardly ever happens in today's NASCAR, except unless you're Martin Trex Jr. I mean, we can remember the Coca-Cola 600 a few years back, but Martin Trex Jr. with his last few finishes being a fourth place finish, a first place finish, another first place finish in 2020, and then a first and eighth and third, fourth, second, no matter which way you look at it, He's going to be running in the top five. Martin Trex Jr. easily slam dunk another number one pick here for NASCAR Fantasy this weekend. Next driver that you want on your fantasy roster as a number one or number two pick is going to be the guy who's been running up front mostly in qualifying recently. I, even though his practice speed is a little bit off, I still have a lot of confidence that he's going to be running near the front here this weekend, and that is the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney has been a dominant performer here in the 2022 season, and he's also been a dominant performer in the past here at Marnesville with two second place finishes in the 2020 season. Unfortunately, he finished outside the top 10 in both uh, 2021 races, even though his average running position was fourth in the spring race where he led 157 laps. He is still a front runner here in this race. And then let me show you something interesting here. I also printed out the last seven races. This is all the next-gen races. Out of all the drivers who have ran in the 2022 Cup season so far, he is the only driver who has led a lap in every single race. He is always running near the front for the most part. His only really rough race was the race at Las Vegas, which I think he got caught up in an accident, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, Ryan Blaney, definitely a shoe-in right now. Uh, He has lasted a lot longer than I honestly thought he would. I thought for the first five races he was going to be a top driver and then he would fall off. Not yet. He's been qualifying up front. He's been winning stages here and there, scoring a lot of fantasy points. Hell, it is time to now look at Ryan Blaney as a top fantasy runner, especially here in Martinsville. He's definitely a good number two pick for this weekend. Next driver we're going to include as a top fantasy pick is going to be a Henrik Motorsports car. Now, most people are probably thinking I'm going to say the number five of Kyle Larson, but actually, I am going to go the route of the number 24 machine of William Byron. William Byron has really stepped it up in the last couple of races with a third place finish at Richmond and a victory at Atlanta. Let me tell you, both those races honestly kind of shocked me that he ran up front and did so good in those races. Richmond was a total shock as most of the time he runs outside the top 10 in that race but thanks to a good strategy by Rudy Fogel he was able to run in the front and almost win that race as well and when it comes here to Martinsville I'm not just running on 2022 statistics he's also had some really good runs here including last year in the 2021 season where he finished in the top five for both races with an average running position around the sixth place position really good results and then in practice he was the seventh fastest in practice and in qualifying he qualified fifth so he's going to be running near the front 
for most of the race. I really feel like William Byron is going to have a really good performance here this weekend and definitely worth a top fantasy pick. Uh, is he going to get the victory? I hope so. I'm a, I'm a big 24 fan, but I think he's going to be definitely a top five runner and a good number two fantasy pick for this weekend. And then the last driver as a top fantasy pick, we got to include him after that great performance at Richmond and also his great performances in some of the most recent Martinsville races. We got to include the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. I know for the last few weeks, I kept saying, take a chance, take a chance. He's nowhere higher. He needs to prove himself. He needs to have a really good run to just break off this bad luck streak. He finally got it at Richmond. Finally. And you know what? That's really got to help out Denny Hamlin a lot because you could see he was doubting himself in a lot of races and when you have a driver with that much self-doubt they're not going to perform that well now he now with this victory now he can do whatever he wants he can feel more comfortable and here in Martinsville he's had some very great runs here in the 2021 season even though he got taken out by Alex Bowman in the final few laps he still led 103 laps in that race with an average running position in the top 10 but in the spring race he led 276 laps and finished third and it's not just the 2021 season where he's been good at Martinsville. There's been many races in the past where he's run around in the top five and had some really strong performances. Led 42 laps in the 2020 season. Led 30 laps in the 2019 season. And then in 2018, led 142 laps. He's going to be a front runner in this race. I can feel it. As far as practice and qualifying, he hasn't really shown it quite yet. But he really hasn't been showing it that much in the most recent races when it comes to practice and qualifying. So don't count him out yet. I still think he's going to be a top running performer by the end of the race. So those are the top fantasy picks for this weekend. We got the number 9 of Chase Elliott, the number 19 of Martin Truex Jr., the number 12 of Ryan Blaney, the number 24 of William Byron, and the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. Alrighty, now let's move on to the pretty good category. These are the drivers that we feel comfortable are going to be running in the top 10. They've been very consistent at this racetrack. They may not be going for the win, but they're still going to get you a lot of fantasy points. One driver that I need to include here immediately, and I really should have put him as a top fantasy pick because he's really good at this racetrack, is the number 22 of Joey Logano. Joey Logano has had really one bad finish in the last few years, and that was the 2015 race. Other than that, he usually runs around in the top 10 for the most part. Yeah, there was maybe a little bit of a rough race in 2019 where his average running position was 11th. But other than that, man, he runs near the front. Uh, In the 2020 season, he never finished worse than 4th that year. And then the last year in the 2021 season, ran around the top 10. Do I think he's going to get the victory? I I don't really think so. I feel like the Henrik Camp and Joe Gibbs Racing are going to be the front runners in that race. And if it's not them, then it's going to be his partner. But still, with all these top 10s, he's going to be a very consistent driver to fall back on. If one of these front runners uh, runs into some problems in this race, I think Joey Logano is going to be a good person to have there on your third spot. So Joey Logano, definitely a guy in the pretty good category. Next driver we're going to include is going to be the number six of... Brad Keselowski. Yes, Brad Keselowski makes his way back on as far as fantasy picks go after a great run at Richmond and some really good results in practice and qualifying. Uh, Brad Keselowski has been a little bit off this year. He really has been, uh, except for Daytona where he was running really good until he took out almost everybody. That's his only top 10 of the season. But things have slowly went back in the right direction as he is finished in the top 15 at Atlanta. Coda 
and Richmond. And Richmond, it should have really been a top 10 finish. It really should have. I mean, he had a top 10 car. Unfortunately, he just wasn't there. The strategies on pit road did not work out for him. But when it comes to Martinsville, he is a front runner for sure. Um, out of the last seven races here at Martinsville, he's finished outside the top five once. So he is usually running up front, has had some really good results here, and then the 2019 spring season led 446 laps. Absolutely impressive. Great numbers here. Now, don't expect him to have the top five results like he did because before that, he was racing with Penske. RFK, definitely a level down right now, but they're starting to figure things out, especially here at short tracks. If they get the same performance that they ran at Richmond with a track that even uh, Brad Keselowski likes a little bit more, who knows? He might score quite a few good points here in this race. So he is a number four pick for me this weekend as far as fantasy. And the third driver in the pretty good category, we got to talk about the two-time series champion of Kyle Busch in the number 18. A lot of people might be shocked on this one, like, why in the world is he this far back? He should have been a top pick. I think I would put him in front of Denny Hamlin. Well, I do understand that. I really do, especially after his practice results. I mean, he was second fastest, only behind Chase Elliott, which is really, really good. He has been a driver who either finishes in the top 10 or not. There, It's always 50-50 with Kyle Busch. Let me give you a perfect example. In the 2021 season, he finished second, running near the front. Pretty good. But in the spring race, his average running position was 12th. Ugh, not that great. Okay, let's look at the 2020 season. In the fall race, he was running in the top 10. Really nice. Finished ninth. And then in the spring race, he finished 19th with an average running position of 22nd. Ooh. And then in 2019, yes, he finished third in the spring race, but then he finished 14th in the fall race. 50-50 with Kyle Busch right now, and <laughs> it feels like it's just been that season for him because a lot of people are talking about Denny Hamlin's bad luck. Kyle Busch has had some really brutal uh, luck lately. I mean, Richmond with that whole tape incident, that was so damn unlucky for that penalty to be executed on him. Just, man, so disappointing. But you know what? He can bounce back here this weekend. Uh, one thing I always say, never count out an angry Kyle Busch. For some reason, when people get angry, most of them fall apart. Not Kyle Busch, though. Kyle Busch, when he gets angry, he's for some reason, he gets better. So you can throw Kyle Busch as a number three pick. He's more of a riskier pick, I would say. If you notice in the middle of the race, he is running around in the 15th or 16th position, not really making ground. Yeah, you may want to bench him and put him in your garage area. But if he's running around the top 10, he's going to be a good, valuable pick for your number three spot. And speaking of riskier drivers, let's include another one here. Let's talk about the hack of NASCAR, the number 48 of Alex Bowman. I don't really think he's a hack. I think he's a great driver in this number 48 machine. And you know what? He's up and down similar to Kyle Busch, but not to the same levels as Kyle Busch. In fact, he's a little bit more extreme. Let me just put it this way. In the 2021 season, he finished first. He won the fall race. But then in the spring race, he finished 34th. Ooh, that's really bad. Well, what about in 2020? Well, he finished in the top 10 in both those races. Both times he finished 6th. And then in 2019, he finished 30th and 14th. 
Definitely a riskier driver. I mean, there's no other way to put it. That's just the way Alex Bowman is. But we've seen him run near the front and with practices where he's been running in the fourth position in practice and then also in qualifying. Let me see where he's lining up at. He's starting in the 15th position, so a little bit back there, but we could see him finish in the top 10 in the first stage. I think Alex Bowman, he is definitely worth a spot in the fourth spot of your fantasy roster team. I wouldn't put him above Chase Elliott or William Byron. Uh, maybe at the same level as Kyle Larson. And, I mean, that's not a bad comparison. I mean, Kyle Larson has put up some very good numbers here at Martinsville. I think that that's the same level as Alex Bowman. So Alex Bowman, again, another pretty good guy for this weekend. Holy crap, I have the uh, Xfinity Series race on right now, and they are wrecking every single time they go green. I mean, it's <laughs> every time I look over, there's someone else spinning out. Right now, it is Matt Mills and Natalie Decker spun out, and what appears to be turns three and four. So, if you <laughs> hopefully you guys got to watch the Xfinity Series race. Obviously, you're not watching it right now because I'll be editing it once this race is over. But anyways, we're, we're moving off topic. Let's go back into our fantasy picks. Hmm, who's going to be in the final spot as a good third or fourth pick? Well, since I mentioned him, I might as well include him. Let's complete the entire Henrik roster and include Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, it's been an interesting season for him so far. He has had some finishes where he has ran in the top five. And then in other races, he has finished outside the top 25. So he is definitely a riskier pick right now. He can either do really good for you or really bad. And right now, I'm looking at his practice results. It's going to be the same thing here this weekend. If he stays out of trouble, he's going to be running in the top five. If he does get into trouble, he's going to have another finish back there. I think for Kyle Larson, what you got to do for him this weekend is you got to put him with a team that is more consistent with a lot of front runners. I'd say with someone, if you've got like Martin Trex Jr. up there, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, all those drivers have been very consistent right now. And then Joey Logano. If you want to throw Joey Logano in there, that as well. That's a good four roster team. Include Kyle Larson on your fantasy roster because that would be just a great setup. And if he has a bad performance in this race, at least you can fall back on some guys that you know is going to score you at least 30 points this weekend. So Kyle Larson, definitely worth the risk, but don't put him on a super risky team because it could cost you dearly. So those are the guys in the pretty good category. We got the number 22 of Joey Logano, the number 6 of Brad Keselowski, the number 18 of Kyle Busch, the number 48 of Alex Bowman, and the number 5 of Kyle Larson. Alrighty, now it is time to look at drivers that you may want to take a chance on here this weekend. Who are some drivers that may not be on everyone's fantasy roster, but if you put them on, there's a really good chance you can score some good stage points from them, or maybe even a good finish. I think the first one right now that people really need to pay attention to is the number 23 of Bubba Wallace. I did not have Bubba Wallace at all on my fantasy rosters, anywhere close. I was like, what is he going to do? He, he ain't going to do anything. And then I looked at his practice runs, and I was impressed. I really was. Although his qualifying, yeah, he ran near the back, unfortunately, in qualifying. I, I still think with his practice runs right now, he has proven that he is going to be a front runner in this race if he can get up there. He's definitely going to be more of a riskier pick. He has not finished in the top 10 in the last five years here at 
Martinsville, even though he was very close in the 2020 season, but he still shows promise. And I really think that 23 car, especially the uh, team being ran by Denny Hamlin and being in the Toyota camp, I feel like this team can run in the top 10. He's definitely a number five pick or a garage pick. You're sitting him out in the garage area or just having them right there on the hot seat with more consistent drivers. I think it's worth putting Bubba Wallace in as a driver you may want to take a chance on this weekend. Next driver we want to include on our take a chance category. I think we got to include also the number 10 of Eric Amarola. I think Eric Amarola is more of a consistent driver to take a chance on. I mean, but he is 50-50 when it comes to this racetrack. One race he'll finish in the top 10, and then the other race he'll finish outside the top 20. Now in Richmond, he completely let us down. I thought he was a good driver to take a chance on, and turns out that wasn't the case. I mean, in practice and qualifying, he is looking really, really good. I mean, in final practice, he was running in the 12th position, and then in qualifying, he starts in the second spot. So he could potentially score some stage points here in stage one and if he finishes 12th 13th if he is able to finish third in stage one or something like that he could beat some people who finish eighth or seventh so it could be a really good run and a really good sneaky pick to go with to save some of these top drivers you have because right now we're looking at our top picks and a lot of these drivers we're using at quite a few races so if you want to fall back on someone who maybe not many people are keeping an eye on even though he is a little bit riskier I think Eric Amarola may be a good way to go don't expect greatness out of Eric Amarola, but you could expect a top 10 out of him if things go well in this race. Alrighty, and who's going to be the final driver that you want to include on your fantasy roster? I think we got to include the 2020 champion of the Xfinity series and this year's Daytona 500 winner. The number two of Austin Sendrick looks to be a good pick as a fifth or sixth pick for fantasy rosters. And there's a good reason why. I mean, in the past, when it comes to Martinsville, he he has always been a front runner. Runs in the top 10 in every single Xfinity series race that he has been in. He has always done really good in that. But I'm looking at his practice charts as well as his qualifying. I feel like I keep saying that a lot. If I if I have been, I do apologize. He has been in the top 10. He has been right up there with his teammates. The number 12 of Ryan Blaney, right there with him, and Joey Logano. So if those guys, if you expect them to be running well, look at the rookie to be running up front as well. And, I mean, yeah, this season's been a little bit hit and miss for him. We're not going to lie. I mean, he's only gotten two top 10 so far. And one was a road course, and the other one was the restrictor plate race. Obviously, the Daytona 500. But he's been right there in between 12th and 20th for the most part. So it's not like he's being atrocious at other racetracks. But one thing I've always noticed, when it comes to Martinsville, usually the guys who do good in this race are the guys who do good at road courses. I mean, we've seen it with Chase Elliott. I know Marcus Ambrose has had some front runs here. AJ Allmendinger's a really good um, racer at Martinsville. I mean, hell, you can even include AJ Allmendinger as a driver you may want to take a chance on. I wouldn't be really that upset at all if you put him on your fantasy roster. He could potentially get a top 10 that number 16 machine. But Austin Sendrick, again, he's also a really good road course racer. And when it comes to Martinsville, I I have a feeling we're going to see him in the top 10 this race, scoring stage points here or there. He's a garage pick right now just because he is a rookie, and usually rookies sometimes struggle at Martinsville, but we shall see. So those are the drivers you may want to take a chance on here this weekend. We got the number 23 of Bubba Wallace, the number 10 of Eric Amarola, and the number 2 of Austin Sendrick.
And that will conclude our fantasy picks for this weekend, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, man, it's just Martinsville. It's going to be very interesting in this race because I think this is the first time in a very, very long time we are not going to be a, see a 500-lap main event here at Martinsville. It's only 400 laps. I'm not sure why they did that, but hey, I guess um, it's going to bring a little bit more action near the end of the race. So we shall see how that works. But this is Saturday night racing. It's not going to be on Sunday, so make sure to tune in to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow on Fox Sports 1. That's where the race is going to be, and you don't want to miss Martinsville. No matter what, the this racetrack always provides good racing, no matter how the car is. I mean, the Gen 6 car, even though it wasn't that great at many tracks, it still produced great racing here at Martinsville. And even with the next-gen or machine, I feel like it's going to be the same way. So make sure to tune into that. Again, that's on Fox Sports 1, and it's going to be on Saturday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, for but those who missed the last episode, I do want to let you guys know that after the Bristol Dirt Race, we may not have a Monday episode because I am going to be out of the country. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely going to be having some fun that week for sure. But unfortunately, we will be missing an episode. But don't worry, I will make sure to record an episode for our fantasy picks for Talladega to make sure that is posted ahead. I will not know who wins the Bristol Dirt Race, but... To compare the Bristol Dirt Race to Talladega, I don't think that's going to affect us too much. So, again, Monday episode after the Bristol Dirt Race will not happen, but we will still have a fantasy pick episode that Friday. If you do want to watch daily videos from me, you can do so at TikTok at TylerV33. Oh, wait, that's Twitter. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> so at TikTok, you can uh, see me at VanillaWafers44. I post daily videos there, all NASCAR related. It's been getting a lot of momentum. We're about to hit 6,000 followers, so that's pretty awesome. So again, if you want to see some funny videos or some um, information-filled videos, you can do so at VanillaWafers44 on TikTok. Also, guys, if you want to chat with me during races, you can do so at TylerV33. There we go right there on Twitter. I've been able to talk to a few of you guys on our NASCAR Fantasy League. That's been a lot of fun because you guys keep telling me, oh, yeah, we're going to win this diecast car. And I hope you guys do. That's going to be so awesome to whoever wins that. I have taken the car apart and I'm slowly stripping the paint off and I'm going to get someone to make those custom decals. So it is happening. It is happening for sure. So, again, if you want to talk to me during the race, you can do so at TylerV33. But above all, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.